With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to the Pens and Stuff podcast, where we are here to do what we did not think we would have to do. We are here to say farewell to the 2023 season for the Pittsburgh Penguins. I'm Jim. And I'm Abby. And we are glad that you have chosen to join us this morning, evening, afternoon, whenever you happen to be listening to this podcast. We are glad you are, and we hope that you have at least by now come down from off the ledge. I know I was on the ledge quite a bit, and we didn't podcast last week because... Uh, we had a death in the family, and therefore we were not uh, nearby the equipment to actually make the podcast. Um, so we are here to talk about the last couple weeks of the season. And to be honest, um, Saturday, I had high hopes that this was going to be a done deal. Yeah. It seemed very much so that when the Pittsburgh Penguins took care of business in Detroit, that this season was going to continue come April 17th. Mm -hmm. And what happened was two absolutely gutless performances from a team that knows better against the Chicago Blackhawks a team that was vying for Connor Bedard for the majority of the year, and the Columbus Blue Jackets, who were vying for Connor Bedard until they beat us in overtime, and now they are in second, in second place in that race. Um, yeah, I mean, you look at what happened this week or the last two weeks, April 1st, a loss to Boston, a good effort, 5-4. I think I, I, we, we lost that game like in the last few minutes, didn't we? Because it was 4-4. It was a 4-3 a loss, not a 5-4 loss. Okay, uh, forgive me. But we were in that game. Wasn't it tied in the third period? Or were we... Were we down most of that game? Yeah, no, it was tied in the third period. And we let David Pasternak score a late goal. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it. again, you look at this team, you look at this game, you look at, uh, you know, a point there changes things. If we could have held on for overtime, yeah, that would have changed things. Uh, New Jersey, they took care of us because they're just flat out a better team mm-hmm. this year. Um, but Chicago, not a better team than Pittsburgh. Columbus, not a better team than Pittsburgh. And the question then becomes, 
what the heck happened, right? I mean, there are a lot of fingers to be pointed, a lot of people who share some of the blame. I have some opinions. Abby has some of opinions, and we'll share those. Um, But bottom line, this team this year did not do enough to warrant a seat at the table come playoff time. Yeah, and for me, I'm not, like, I'm sad that we didn't make the playoffs. Obviously, that sucks. But for me, not making the playoffs is less of a gut punch than, maybe I'm just trying to be optimistic, but it's less of a gut punch than losing in the first round again. You know what I mean? And so, like, I'd rather have no playoff hopes than to have that hope be demolished again. You know uh, what I mean? Under normal circumstances, I would agree with you. But when you are a team... Arguably the same team as the last couple of years. Yeah. A team that had Sidney Crosby play in 82 games. A team that had Evgeny Malkin play in 82 games. A team that had Jake Gensel play in the majority of those games, if not all 82 of those games. That is a team that needs to win. If I am going to point a finger at anyone, you got to point the finger at the entire organization. Players play the games. They're still, uh, they're still the ones who are putting the puck in the net or keeping the puck out of the net. But I, I think we found out, uh, I found out today, I don't know when it was reported, that Jari was playing with back injury most of the year. So here's, here's the question then. If you know Jari's got a back injury, why aren't you going after a Coley? At the deadline. At the deadline. So who's that on? GM Ron Hextall, who, by the way, is no longer the GM of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Brian Burke, no longer the president of hockey operations. Yeah. Deserve it. In my opinion, probably should have been gone after last year, but that's neither here nor there. The moves that this team made at the deadline, allowing Kasperi Kapanen to be picked up off of waivers, losing that $5 million off the books only to give it to Mikhail Granlin. Yeah. And losing Teddy Bluger in that as well. Trading him away for basically nothing. There is there is no redeemable, nothing redeemable about that. Now, Granlin's a good guy. I'm sure he's a good hockey player. It but didn't you, it didn't improve the team at all. We were on the cusp of playoffs, and we needed someone or some piece to make our team better. And all we did was go from mediocre bottom six to mediocre bottom six. They didn't do anything to change the bottom six or the goaltending or like we picked up Kulikov who we arguably didn't really need. And it it just felt like a joke really, because like they were players we could have gone after and there were players, but there were things we could have done, but we didn't. And, and I don't know if maybe Hexall was thinking, that there was no hope for this team 
if they even made it to the playoffs because I was kind of at that point at the deadline. I'm like, well, if we don't make the playoffs, even even if we had made some some moves that actually improved the team, like I honestly don't think we would have gone deep in the playoffs. And maybe that's what he was thinking, but then not with a guy with a back injury uh, in goal. I mean, I mean, think about this for just a second. If they're reporting that Jerry had this back injury for the majority of the year, why in the name of heaven is the GM not going after a goaltender? Yeah. And what, what irritates me too. And I think what's irritated a lot of fans is that at the beginning of the year, or during the off season when they signed the the core again and they they resigned they resigned Rust and um and and Tanger and Malkin and and Sid when they did that Hextall said we're looking to win but mm-hmm. then once the trade deadline came around he wasn't willing to sacrifice picks to get what we needed to win so make up your mind are you building for the future or are you building for now right because if you sit on the fence about that, you're not going to do anything. Case in point, our season this year. Because he 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 said one thing um, during the offseason and a completely different thing at the deadline. And that just made us mediocre. Absolutely mid. What it did, you talk about a gut punch. What it did, straddling the fence, is we got kicked in the balls. Basically. And I'm, I hate to be crass like that, but that's exactly what I feel yeah, right now. And I, I agree, you know, losing, like losing how he lost last year to uh, the Rangers in the, in the game seven after being up three, one, it, it was a gut punch and it was, it was how in the world does this happen? But this, this after, you know, having this team that had made 16 straight playoff appearances the longest active streak in professional sports to be that close and to lose it that way Mm -hmm. against those two teams yeah that is not acceptable in my book Mm -mm. and and even that like even with a mid-team you should be winning those games so that that isn't entirely on Hextall losing those two games. Like, obviously, he didn't do anything to help no. us win those games. But also, ultimately, that's coaching and your players. Like Right. Well, and, and see, I would argue that it goes back even further when, you know, uh, this team, and I think you'll agree with me, this team has zero physical presence. Mm-hmm. It ha- I mean, the physical presen- presence that it did have got traded away with Bluger. And... Um, well, I mean, Archibald is still Archibald's a tough guy. I mean, we have some tough guys, but not enough, but not enough when you, when you have, when you have a top line of Sid Gensel Raquel, when you have a second line of Zucker Malkin rust, which is arguably our most physical line, that second line. Yes. Those two lines will put the puck in the net enough for you to win. You don't need, you don't need scoring. I mean, it'd be nice to get scoring from your second and or your third and fourth lines, but you gotta, you gotta go out. For example, the Chicago game. Okay. Chicago was coming into Pittsburgh after a game for, for a, for a game after they had played in Chicago the night before. Mm Mm-hmm. 
the word I heard was that Chicago's plane got into Pittsburgh at 3 a.m. that morning. Mm-hmm. And Pittsburgh was the team that looked like that, like, like they were tired. Yeah. I, I just, maybe this team is just too dang old. Maybe it's time to blow it up. I don't believe so. I think there's still enough in the tank for Gino, for Sid, for uh, Chris, for Gensel, for Russ, for Raquel, uh, even Zucker. I I think those three. I think those two lines. You keep them. Maybe maybe switch Rust and Raquel and and Raquel and Rust. You know, back and forth between those two lines. But either either way, I think you you keep those two lines intact. I think you blow up the third and fourth lines. You just maybe maybe keep Archibald. Maybe you keep uh, Drew or Connor. You keep Paling. Maybe you keep Paling. But but but, you, but something needs to be done. We got to get younger. We got to get faster. We got to get tougher. Yeah, you got to get rid of guys like Jeff Carter on your bottom three. Jeff's got to go. I'm sorry. Like, I love Jeff Carter. Okay, this is... I mean, we even got a sticker. But, Jeffrey freaking Carter, but, man. But when... He doesn't bring anything except for face-offs. Literally. That is all that they keep him for. And, like, you can get other guys who are okay at face-offs, but do other things. You know, like, Carter doesn't throw the body. Carter hardly ever scores unless it's on an empty net. And and I don't I don't like being a Carter hater, but he's not what we need on the third line. He might do great in in some uh, other system with some other team, but for our purposes, right. we need someone who's faster, younger, or tougher. One of the three. And Abby, I would say or you are not being a Carter hater by stating that. Because what you are stating is something that is so obvious, so obvious that most most casual fans would look at that and say, you know what, that guy needs to either step up or go away. Yeah, and, which is what they are saying. And and now, and now, it, we'll see. Um, we'll see whoever whoever Pittsburgh gets in here to to manage this team or whoever the uh, Fenway Sports Group gets to come in and manage this team, I hope uh, and I pray that they'll talk to to uh, Evgeny Malkin, that they'll talk to Sidney Crosby. Um, I, I hope Mario has a, has a little bit of say in this. Mm-hmm. Um, now he was the one who brought Burke and Hextall in. And to be honest, when those two guys came in, I thought, Oh yeah, we're going places. We haven't gone anywhere except down. And uh, I guess I was wrong about those guys. Um, but we'll see what happens. Off season should be very interesting. Um, we were looking at a at a sheet for the odds on, but on the first on overall the, on the Bedard lottery. And so I, I am assuming Pittsburgh has a ping pong ball in there. We have a 1.5% chance of getting the first overall pick. So you're saying there's a chance. There is a chance. Bruh. However slim, yep. there is a chance. But I wouldn't be mad if Bedard went to Anaheim. Wow. I would be very, very happy if he went to Anaheim. <laughs> well, we'll see. The uh, draft lottery is in about 22 days. I'm not sure. Um, it's soon. Yeah, yeah. Um. Just typing it into his computer. Yep. Bada boom, bada bing. 
the NHL lottery is in tw- 22 days, four hours, 20, 12 minutes. So, uh, yeah, there you go. So there you go. Um, so that is the postmortem on the season. When we uh, were doing episodes here at the beginning of the year, we we made predictions on who we thought would win the um, Pacific Central Atlantic and uh, the Metro. Yeah. Um, oh, dear. I said Detroit guess, and the Atlantic, didn't I? Guess what? Guess what? What? Guess what? What? We all got one right. Okay. Andrew Andrew said New Jersey. Well, well, so he got that wrong. Yes. But he was close. Actually, actually Andrew did not say New Jersey. Didn't he? No, he, he did not. He said New Jersey would win the cup, didn't he? He thought New Jersey would win the cup. New so, Jersey very well could win the cup. I think I have them making it to the final. So in the Pacific, uh, the team that, that won the Pacific was the Vegas Golden Knights. Did we all say Vegas? We all said, I said it would be the Los Angeles Kings. Oh, you were close. Abby said it would be the Calgary Flames. Oh, flip me. And Andrew said the Edmonton Oilers. Calgary, Calgary. I, I'll tell you thought what they would do a lot better this year with Kadri and 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 Hubert I'll, t- I'll tell you why. I tell Jeez. you one of the main reasons that Calgary lost is their goaltending. Philip Mar- uh, Markstrom was absolutely awful. Did you say Philip Markstrom? I, I almost did. Yeah, he was absolutely awful. Absolutely awful. Yeah, he wasn't consistent. He Some made, games he was wonderful. Other games he was just. He garbage. made so many boneheaded plays. Isn't isn't that the the theme for a lot of teams this year? Just yeah. inconsistency. Oh yeah, that's what it was for Pittsburgh this year. Yep. That's what it's been for a lot of teams. Like sometimes you're just fire, and then other times you're like yep. burning trash. Uh, in the Atlantic, uh, the winner of the Atlantic was, of course, the Boston Bruins, the greatest winning team of all time. Oh my gosh. Um, I picked Florida. So I was close. Yeah. No, not even. With, with this, with the but first at least card. my team made the playoffs. Yeah. D- Detroit um, did not. Abby Andrew picked, said Ottawa, didn't he? He did say Ottawa. <laughs> oh, geez. Now, uh, admittedly, Ottawa was a better team this year. But yeah. Not, but not that much Definitely better. not that much better. No. And Detroit was about the same as they were last year. Now, if, Maybe a little better. If you want to see a dumpster fire of picks, let's <laughs> go to the Central. Because uh, Jim and Andrew both picked St. Louis to win the Central. Oh, dear. Abby picked Nashville. <laughs> None of those teams actually made the playoffs. So, oh, um, dear. Yeah, that was, that was, this is. Nashville, wh- yeah, Nashville, no, yeah. Nashville. This is why, this is why we don't place money on, on bets. I would be so, oh, dear. Yeah. I'm not a betting person. But but we all picked Carolina to win the Metro, and Carolina won the Metro. Oh, look at us go. Yeah. we, we One are, of the easiest picks. We are we are so fire, aren't we? We're so good. Yeah. So good. Yep. So I was looking back. Uh, I, I didn't have all of your picks for how the divisions would shake out. Um, I had the Blues winning the Central, followed by the Avalanche, the Wild, and the Predators. You didn't have Dallas in there? No. I thought Dallas would be garbage this year. Not garbage. I just didn't think they'd do very well this year. Yeah. Because, but Jamie Benn and Tyler Sagan. Well, Jamie Benn. Jamie Benn's been outstanding this year. So in the Pacific, I had Seattle bringing up the rear in the Pacific. Oh, dear. And they wound up being third. Mm -hmm. So 
No one believed That'll in them. That'll actually be a fun series. And then uh, in the Atlantic, I had the Panthers, the Lightning, the Maple Leafs, then the Bruins. Panthers, Lightning. So all five, four of those teams made the playoffs, That's just not true. in that order. That's true, not that order. And, and technically, uh, the Panthers are in the Metro for the playoffs. Yeah. Because they're the first wild card. Yeah. So um, there you go. That was, uh, oh, I, we didn't play the song. That was random crap we wanted to talk about today. Is that all the random crap we have that we want to talk about today? Do you have any other random crap that you would like to talk about today, Jim? Um, I might. Actually, I actually I want to save. I want to save my quiz, postseason quiz, for when you both are here because I don't. Fair enough. Because I want you guys to. It's only five questions. But I'm going to let you marinate on them and think about them as uh, on live on online here. So, um, okay, yeah. So that's that's all for that. Um, we're gonna we're gonna talk about now um, the final week of predictions. It actually came down to very very close. Not for me. Not for Abby. No, but it, we we started we started the the week. Um, I was up by one. Um, Andrew went three, three, uh, three of five. Well, we all went three of five last week. But here was the here was the kicker. Okay, in the last game that that we picked, which was Minnesota at Pittsburgh, Andrew picked Pittsburgh to win by a score of four to one, and Pittsburgh. Won that game by a score of four to one. Wait, which game? Minnesota at Pittsburgh. Oh yeah, yeah they did. So he got the bonus point for getting the right score, which tied him with me, and therefore we end in a tie. A little anticlimactic, but such is life. Um, so the loser gets the jersey. Right? Nah, no. Well, no. since you guys tied, you know, I think it should be handed down. Um, I think not. Okay. Well, that's unfortunate. It is rather unfortunate. Um, but here's the here are the playoffs. Uh, this this I'm I'm kind of stoked. I'm excited to watch some Dallas Stars playoff hockey. I'm not so excited about that. I'm just excited about playoff hockey. There's something about playoff hockey. I think no matter who's playing, it's it's fun to watch because the stakes are so high. I think it'll be fun or more fun not, because I don't have a team in the play. Well, I'm rooting for Dallas, obviously. Right. Yeah, Dallas is my second team. And for those of you who say that it's it's stupid to have a second team that you're not truly committed, go away. Because <laughs> that's not where I thought you were going with that. <laughs> anyway, I'm glad you went where you went though. Um, but I think it'll be really fun to watch just without any, any team, any, any horse in the race, if you know what I mean? Yes. But, um, anyways, yes. I actually think now, um, in the past, and I'll say this, we have had some difficulty keeping up with the Podcast once the Penguins bowed out, you know, got out of the out of the playoffs. I think without yeah. the Penguins being in the playoffs, maybe we'll be more consistent, consistent, and not like because when the Penguins lost that game seven, it, it was, was just like so painful. It was like 
I don't want to talk about it anymore. I just, right. Because I we wanna... had a chance and yeah. we blew it. Yeah. And then it was just depressing to talk about anyone else having that chance. Yes. But since we didn't even have the chance, we blew it in the regular season. Yeah. It's not as hard to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow. Okay. So, um, Andrew did send in his picks for, oh, actually, hold on. He changed one. I want to make sure that I get that correct. All right. Yeah, I got to change this before I give you his. Okay. What happened there? That's supposed to be capitalized. All right. So where do you want to start, Abby? You want to start in the central? Uh, Sure. If I can get my, Your bracket, my up. bracket up. It's not loading. Are you kidding me? I don't know. How do, okay. I, how do I view it? Um, I don't know. I don't know either. Oh, wait, hang on. I'm hanging. Oh, I found it. Okay, we're good. Okay, you good? <laughs> yeah, we're good. <laughs> I just don't know how to do this technology thing. Okay, so we'll start in the central. Um, let's sure. start with Colorado, the one seed in the central against the first wild card, uh, the Seattle Kraken. Um, Release the Kraken. We'll give you Andrew's pick first. He thinks the Seattle Kraken are going to win this in seven. Bold. That is a bold pick. Who do you got? Uh, Colorado in five. Whoa. Okay. So you're not giving you're not giving Seattle even a sniff. No, not really. Colorado's been there, done that. Seattle's new. Like I, th- I think. I mean, I wouldn't. I think Colorado's going to win. I wouldn't be surprised if Seattle pushed six or even seven. But I think Colorado's going to win. Georgiev's been playing out of his mind as of late, so. This is true. Seattle's goaltending is eh. But now Seattle, I, this, I, is, this playoff, is what I think. Playoff reliability. That's what I'm thinking. This is what I believe. I, guess I think, I think Seattle, I think Seattle has what it takes to win. I think they have the goaltending chops to get hot. Yeah, there's the potential. I think there's the potential, yeah. and I think they will. I think here's the thing, and and this is this is kind of okay. So it's a it's a year la- later than everybody you know after the Vegas Golden Knights went to the Stanley Cup final in their inaugural year. Uh, everybody thought Seattle was going to do the same thing. They didn't, obviously, but I think that uh, this team this year, being the Seattle Kraken, they have. They have done things that a second-year team in the league probably shouldn't be able to do. That is fair. I think that this is a team that is is far um, ahead of schedule. And as a result, I think they're playing with house money. Yeah. And so they don't have anything to lose. I th- I think they're going to go out there pretty loosey goosey, yeah, and actually right steal a game or two, and then if you get to a game seven, anything, anything can happen. Can happen, yeah. I th- I think I think you're right in that. Like since they're the underdogs, since they're not really expected to make a dent, mm-hmm. that they'll just go out there and do whatever it takes. Right. Um, and and I think they have enough balance in their roster that they could. Mm-hmm. Um. I just, I just don't see it happening against the the reigning Stanley Cup champions. And, and th- but and, this unless, is this Colorado has been dealing with injuries too. This is this is another thing. Colorado is dealing with some injuries. 
I think, I think Colorado, um, I think they come down to earth. And I, I think that, I think Seattle wins this series in six. Really? Really. How many did Andrew have? Seven. Seven? Yep. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. Very interesting. So that's uh, Colorado and Seattle. Uh, Dallas at Minnesota. Number two, Dallas playing, well, it's number two, Dallas versus number three, Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Um, Andrew has Dallas winning in six. Nice, nice. Who do you have? I have Dallas in seven. And I know what you're going to say with Minnesota because I know you picked Minnesota. Yes, I did. But I think... I think the only thing that Dallas might be a little bit behind in is their their goaltending because Scott Wedgwood's been injured. Um, and so their tandem's not quite as solid as the Flurry-Gustafson tandem in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, but if, if Ottinger stays healthy and if Ottinger stays solid, then it won't matter, um, which we know that he can and he can do amazing things in the playoffs. We saw that last year. Sure. And so... I think that's the only the only part of Dallas's lineup that doesn't quite measure up to Minnesota or even exceed Minnesota. I think offensively and and um defensively, Dallas is is ahead of Minnesota. So I, I can see Really? I do. Huh. Yeah. I, I think they're more well rounded. They don't depend on one player. I e Kirill Kaprizov and Matt Zuccarello are the are the are are two of the the main players that Minnesota looks to for offense. Okay. Uh, let me do a, some quick research here because I want to I want to just state my case intelligently. Okay. Um That's just what I've seen. Like I don't I don't really watch Minnesota hockey all that much except for that Minnesota St. Louis game, the one Minnesota game I do tune into. It gets completely heated and Jordan Bennington gets ejected. That was a fun game. That was pretty funny. But um, that's okay. just, that's just what I see. Come but on, I think Minnesota does have an edge maybe in physicality with Ryan Reeves, Ryan Hartman, those top, those, those bottom six guys that they have that are very physical. I think that might be an edge, especially in the playoffs that Minnesota has over Dallas, but Dallas also has that in Jamie Ben and, um, um, I can't think of their names, but their bottom six are all pretty physical. And then you've got young players in Wyatt Johnston, Tidal Andrea. I just, I don't know. I think Dallas is a very, very well-rounded team. Well, okay, so here's the thing, all right? When Kirill Kaprizov went down with injury, Mm -hmm. that was, was that against Winnipeg? I do not know. Back at the beginning of March. After his injury, uh-huh. two, three, four, five, six, seven, 16 points the rest of the way in March, beating, I- beating Colorado a couple of times. Um, I don't know. They didn't lose very many games the rest of the way. They lost to Nashville, but that was in overtime. Um, I don't know. I think 
I think this team doesn't depend on Kirill Kaprizov as much as a lot of people believe they, they, that they do. And there are a lot of other guys, because as you know, as you know, um, one player does not a team make. Nope. That the success of, of Robertson is because of the guys around him getting him the puck. Same is true for Kirill Kaprizov. And I think this, I, I think this is going to be a very fun series. Don't get me wrong. I think it's going to be close, but I still like Minnesota in six. So there you go. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I wasn't trying to change your mind. That's just my. Oh, I know. I know. I'm just, I'm just saying, uh, where do we want to go next? Do we want to go to Boston or do we want to go Atlantic? Do we want to go Pacific? Wherever you would like to go. Good, sir. All right. Let's just go to, let's go to Pacific. Uh, Vegas, the top seed in the West playing wild card to Winnipeg. <sighs> Andrew has Vegas winning in five. I also have Vegas winning in five. Who do you have? I have Vegas in seven, and I was very tempted to say Winnipeg because similarly with the Kraken, they have nothing to lose. They they hardly made it in, which is ridiculous because they they were in first place for a little while there. They just completely, I don't know, fell from glory and did really, really bad in February and March. Um, but anyways, I, I think Winnipeg, I think they have what it takes if they can heat up at the right time. They have sure. really good offense. They have pretty solid defense and they have Connor Hellebuck. So I, I think they have what it takes. They just haven't been, they haven't been heating up at the right time, Right. but I don't know. I don't know. I, I think they'll, I, I have Vegas winning in seven, but I think Winnipeg could do some damage. Okay. So. Fair enough. Especially since Vegas is without Mark Stone going into the playoffs. So. Mark Stone. Not that one player does that much, Again, but he is their yes. captain. So. Sure. All right. So the second uh, series in the Pacific is the Edmonton Oilers and Los Angeles Kings. Andrew has Edmonton winning in six. I have the Kings winning in seven. I think this is probably going to be one of the most entertaining series mm-hmm. of the first round. Um It'll be a very good series. It'll be fun to watch. It yeah. will be a lot of fun to watch. I was watching, well, I was watching the Women's Worlds yesterday, but before that they had like, on NHL Network, they had like the, they were previewing the playoffs or whatever, and they were talking about this series. And they were talking about how offensively stellar Edmonton is and how defensively solid LA is. It's going to be a very neutral zone series. Whoever dominates the neutral zone is going to win the series. Um but I just thought it was very interesting how evenly matched Edmonton's offense is to yes. LA's defense, um, which will make for a very exciting series for the more committed hockey fan. I think it'll be very low right. scoring. Right. Um, but yeah, I think it'll be very entertaining. I have Edmonton winning in six, but... I mean, honestly, I want LA to win. It's just realistically, I don't think they will. Um, I, I would like to see LA win just to see Vegas with Jonathan Quick playing Los Angeles. I know, I know. I think that would I Jonathan think that would Quick be, would destroy them. I think he was think so right. mad about that. I think you're right. And the way that all happened was kind of Bush league and they didn't even they didn't even talk to him about it yeah it's not good it's terrible all right moving on to the east let's go to the atlantic the number one seed in the entire league 
President's Trophy winner, Boston Bruins, playing the wild card two, just barely made it in because Pittsburgh sucked so bad. Florida Panthers. Andrew picked Boston in five. Jim picks Boston in five. Abby picks. Boston with the sweep. Boston with the sweep. I think they're going to demolish the President's Trophy curse, to be honest. You think they're going all the way? No. Then they're not. That's not demolishing the president's trophy curse. It's demolishing if they if they sweep in the first round. Yeah, it is. That's not a demolish. The president's trophy curse is you get out in the first round. No, it's you don't make it to the. You don't win the cup. Only only one person wins the cup. I know. Why do you expect it to be the the president's trophy winner? Because they're the best team in the regular season. Just because they win a lot of games doesn't mean they're the best team. Technically. Okay. Schedule has a lot to do with that. And they tell all your crap together. That's also, that's also true. Uh, the second series in the Atlantic is the, uh, once again, once again, Ah. the league has got to do something about this because you would almost think it was scripted. You've got, you've got the, the best series in the first round that can't happen. This, this to Uh. me should be a conference semifinal or at least a conference finals. Toronto Maple Leafs, number two seed versus the number three seed Tampa Bay lightning. Is this the year that Toronto finally breaks tradition and actually gets out of the first round? Andrew says, the answer is no. Tampa Bay wins in seven. What does Abby say? Tampa in seven. <laughs> but but you have to put it in parentheses that Toronto had a 3-1 series lead. <laughs> so Toronto's going to win the first three games. or, or, or he, three, They're going the to win one, and then Tampa's going to win one, then they're going to win two, Tampa's going to win three. That's how, that's how it oh, goes. Okay, so so here's what would happen then, according to, to Abby's uh, prediction here, is that Toronto will win the first game yes. in, in Toronto. Toronto and Tampa. lose the second game in, in Toronto. Toronto. Then yes. they go to Tampa and beat them twice. Yep. And then Tampa beats Toronto twice in Toronto, once in Tampa, and, and that seventh game will be in Toronto. Yeah. Boy, I'm telling you what, if Toronto loses a game seven in Toronto, I do not want to be within 500 miles of the Toronto metro area. Mm -mm. That place is going to be burn. It's going to burn. It's going to burn. It's going to burn. Like, like, um, we won't go there for their sake. (laughs) I hope, I hope that they don't because those fans, they go through it every year, but you know what? They deserve it sometimes. Because sometimes well, when they have those series yeah. leads, they get so, they're like, oh, this is our year. And I'm like, anyway. Yeah, don't. It's fine. Don't count your chickens. I also have Tampa Bay in seven. What a meme. I feel uh, like listen, almost all listen, brackets probably have that unless you're a Toronto fan. I cannot in good conscience pick Toronto uh-uh. when it has been, what, six straight yeah. seasons yeah. that you have lost game seven in <sighs> Round one. Well, they've lost round one. I don't know if it's always been game seven. I think it's been game six a couple of times. But. Well, they've always had the lead and blown it. Yeah. Six straight years. Yeah. All right. On to the Metro. Carolina, the first, uh, the number one seed in the Metro playing the New York Islanders wild card one. Andrew has Carolina in six. Who does Abby have? 
I have the NYI in seven. New York Islanders in seven. I think they have the goaltending. They have good goaltending. I will give you that for sure. And they're a very good back-checking team. This is also true. Which will shut down Carolina's offense. This is true. Um, Brock Nelson, Penguin Killer. Uh, I think he's going to have a a good series. I think... uh, I think Sebastian Ajo wins this game, wins this series. Obviously. Someone named Sebastian Ajo will Sebastian win this Sebastian Ajo will win this series, yes, period. Period. No That's, doubt. No questions asked. You can, you can make that bet. I wonder if there's a line on that that you can make that bet, and in, in. that would be like a sure thing. Yeah, you just make 300 bucks. Yeah. Um, but I have Carolina in six as well, as Andrew does. Um, so we'll, we'll see how this works out. All right, last last series to predict the New Jersey Devils versus the New York Rangies. Uh Jacob Truba headhunter. Abby, I'll let you the go man, first. The man, the myth, the elbow himself. Um I have the Devils in 6. In 6. Because I hate the Rangers. <laughs> and New Jersey is good and Shesterkin has not been as good this year. Yeah. I think I just I think New Jersey can do it. Who okay, so who on New Jersey gets, show up and show out. Who who on New Jersey gets injured by Jacob Truba in this series? Jesper Bratt. Bratt? Yeah. I think Bratt and Hughes both get injured by Truba in this series and the league will do nothing. No, no, no. It's it's yeah, well, yeah, probably. I think Hughes goes off in the first two games and then in game three in New York, Truba will elbow Hughes in the head. In the chin. Yep. Some some Bop. some innocent play in the neutral zone. He'll come strolling by and just. Then John nail Marino him. drops the gloves and destroys him. Oh, I would love to love see that. that. Or Dougie. Love Dougie's a that. legend. Love that guy. Yep. But that will be an interesting series. Andrew and I both have New Jersey in seven. Nice. All right. So there you have it, folks. Uh, if you are interested in uh, joining our group on the bracket challenge on the uh, NHL website. Um, mm. Andrew will be throwing up that information in uh, hopefully soon. Um, but of course, if you're not listening to this right in uh, the first day of uh, that, it's out on, on Monday, then uh, you probably won't be able to join us. But well, it says three days, the brackets lock in three days. So I think it's after the first games are played. Oh, okay. Then brackets lock. All righty. Um, hope that you can join us for that. And uh, we would love to hear from you. So if you would like to send us an email, send us an email at PNS podcast. No, pens and stuff podcast at gmail.com. Was that our, I think it's penguin stuff official at gmail.com. Is it still penguin? We haven't changed that yet. I don't think so. Penguin stuff official at gmail.com. Uh, you can also hit us up on the show socials. Uh, the link tree is in the description below the podcast and we would love for you to reach out and uh thank you all to who have been listening faithfully we appreciate it and uh keep on listening keep on sharing give us a review on apple podcasts if you can do that and uh, really helps us out and gets us out there we would love for you to do that and we would love to hear from you if you have questions comments uh, rude remarks for Andrew not being here. Uh, that would be fine too. We would love to. We would love to hear those, and we'll read them online. Yeah, 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 for sure. But until then, now look. Until next year, uh, we are unfortunately uh, done 
with the Penguins, but there will be off-season things to report. So we will probably, once the playoffs are done, we'll probably head down to maybe once a month or once uh, every other week, um, bringing you episodes as the news warrants. And we'll talk about that and we'll be with you then. But until then, we want to thank you so much for listening and in uh, being involved in the podcast as a whole and we hope that you enjoy it and we'd love to hear from you uh for now and for andrew i'm jim and i'm abby let's go pens let's go pens let's go devils let's go stars <laughs> let's, yeah. let's go devils because they're playing the rangers That's yes all. yes yes Casey. let's go minnesota no let's go stars let's go minnesota